0: Everybody's the Cannon Cruisers, I'm J.D.
1: And I'm Randy, and I work for the
0: Fat Man. And we're here today to talk about a movie called Thunder Alley from 1985. That we are, J.D., that we are. Why did not you tell the folks what the movie's about? The movie is about four guys who get together to form a band. Hijinks ensues, one of them uh, overdoses and dies, and everything falls apart, and then they come back together at the end.
1: Yeah, that... That's the movie. Thank you for joining us this week on the Cannon Cruisers. Yeah. Uh, if you've seen a band movie, then you know
0: the plot to this movie, because that's the plot to the movie. It's, there's no real wrinkles in it.
1: It's actually, And it's actually five people oh, yeah, in the band. Five. I almost forgot Skip. I can't forget Skip. Leif Garrett yeah. himself. So, the, the, this movie is, as we made it sound, as by the numbers as you can get it, yep. the, the cast consists of... Two best friends from a small town, Richie and Donnie. Richie played by Roger Wilson, and Donnie played by Scott McGinnis. A name that's familiar to me, but I, ha- I haven't had time to check to see who it is. Mm-hmm. And it, ri- it follows their rise as a band called Magic, which consists of them with uh, Richie on guitar, Donnie on, on keyboard. Skip, played by Leif Garrett. Oh, yeah. Lead vocals. And um, Butch and Wolf. Butch Bass. played by Phil Brock and Wolf played by Brian Cole. Bass and drums. Bass and drums. I was the least important members of every band. And other than that, there's just the there's a, there's just a token love interest played by one uh, mm-hmm. Jill Schol. Shul- 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 I can't say her name. Skolen? maybe. I can't pronounce her name. A few more. S C H O E L E N. So if you can spell it out there, please tell Randy how to. it. And finally, the most important part to me in this whole movie. Their manager, The Weasel, played by the esteemed Clancy Brown. You thought he was gonna say Polly Shore, I bet. the, the, the guy the, the, <laughs> the manager's Weasel. name is The
0: Weasel. Clancy Brown, who was definitely, I thought, the best part of the movie. So,
1: um, here's here's a clip from the trailer. Yes, here's the trailer clip. If the dream is
0: music, then the place is Thunder Alley. Rock and roll! Play
1: guitar. You're the best damn guitar player in town. We should be up here. This isn't a country and western band. We eat rock and roll, and you know
0: it. You are gonna sit in with us. You got the talent to go places, and I can help you get there. You're good. I do the talk and we're back with more discussion on this film so
1: Randy why don't you give us your general impressions it's a fairly by the numbers rock band movie yes it is
0: but canon didn't do any any of these so it's a little different for us on this show because we haven't actually covered a, a movie like this the closest we came to was one of Randy's favorite movies on the
1: apple how do you think that compares to the apple Randy uh, that has to wait for the actual reviewing <laughs> wrap-up portion, but yeah, just general impression movie was just simply that it's extremely by the numbers.
0: Yeah, it was by the numbers.
1: Um, that's it. It's, what, what's your highlight of the film? Clancy Brown. Definitely. I thought, because of the way
0: he was set up, and because, well, if you know Clancy Brown, uh, anything he's played, he's always the bad guy. The way he set him up in this movie is he's the manager, and he's no-nonsense, and he Always gets to the point, but there's scenes where he you you get the idea he might betray them at some point, but he's the only person who actually
1: doesn't betray them at any point. So you're saying that he plays Clancy Brown exactly. in this movie, but
0: but he's always
1: a the surprisingly bad guy. young Clancy Brown. He yes. was in his twenties in this
0: movie. Yes, and he he surprised me because every time I've ever seen him, he always looks the same, regardless if you saw
1: him twenty years ago or if you see him today. He, he is ageless. Same. Yeah. he is angels and I would have to agree the highlight for me is the is the performance by Clancy brown it's just mm. it, the character's kind of fun mm-hmm. it's yes it's it's just another Clancy Brown type that he plays but it's interesting as I said seeing him as not a villain because
0: it uh, adds more to his character that way he was he was a lot of fun to watch every time he came on I also enjoyed the music it was fun mostly the actual band music by the main characters because it was a Magic. Yeah, by magic, because
1: Surgical Steel was kind of generic card rock stuff. And, and just the Phillies. And Surgical Steel was the rival band yeah. run by the Fat Man. Run
0: by the Fat Man. And there was um, also some other music uh, by other
1: bands, which was not really a patch on either of them, which says something. So this leads us into our low lights, and I would have to disagree with you. For me, one of my low points of the movie is. Is the music? It's 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 so un it's unmemorable. It's forgettable. It's just it's, it's bland, mm-hmm. generic, mm-hmm. '80s rock. Yeah. There there's there's no grip to it. Uh, there's nothing that that pops into my head. Not not to. They're indie bands. They're not supposed to be giant arena rock bands. That's the point. They're supposed to be growing as a band, and that's what they, they sound like. But that's these are the, like these it. are these are the songs that are supposed to be making everybody go, oh my god! They're going. They're, they went they're going crazy over his ballads, and it's just I'm like. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, it's another one of these. Oh, well. Yeah. yeah.
0: I guess it just depends on what you like, because as I said, I thought it worked for what they were what they were going for. My low light would be uh, Donnie's character arc, because I don't like that character arc. And if you want to know what I'm talking about, there's always a point in these movies where there's a character that gets hooked on something, whether it's alcohol, drugs, or women, or I don't know, whatever, PCP. Then all of a sudden they overdose and one of two things happens. They either get kicked out of the band and it causes a whole thing, or they die and it causes a whole thing. And I don't like that arc because it's always the same and it always ends up ending the story in the exact same place and that's exactly where this movie headed.
1: I I just I don't like that. Uh, That ties into more or less of like my review of the movie is that mm -hmm. what you're saying, it's just a trope of these rock movies, Mm -hmm. rock band films. And for me, this film is just a competent by the numbers rock film that hits yeah. every point. You have the small town, small town uh, guitar virtuoso, mm-hmm. virtuoso. I can't say the word virtuoso. right now. I can't. I can't speak right now, people. Yes. I'm sorry. Um, you have his his kind of lecherous best friend, who's hard rocking, hard drinking. Mm-hmm. You have the perfect girl next door. And her and 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 her friend is a little bit more and the jerk singer and a, and a jerk singer. If you ever seen The Commitments, you know what I'm talking about there. Oh, if you want to talk about a great band movie, The Commitments. Oh my god,
0: yeah, The Commitments is a great movie. But even that one, like I said, had that same trope. Only they didn't have the drug trope, which is the one I don't like. But
1: the thing The Commitments had it had better music. Well, of course, they had better music. <laughs> it was a soul movie. So, but but covers. that's we digress. Yes. So. It's like I said. It's just a competent film. It's just, mm-hmm. there's nothing that blows you away. But this, I'm, I'm gonna do a callback here, in the rating for Randy of a a weekend afternoon mm-hmm. type of movie. Yeah. If it
0: was on TV, you know what? I might sit down and watch it. That's exactly what I felt like when I was watching
1: it. It's like I'm not gonna seek it out ever again. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna go purchase it. But no. the movie, like I said, it's just competent. There's there's something comfortable in a competently made. mediocre generic film like that i I wouldn't watch
0: a movie for instance like rockstar which is the same thing as this but i would watch this over rockstar because it's much more comfortable to watch rockstar is just too in your face and that's my problem with a lot of these types of movies when you do these cliches you can either do two things you either be genuine about it like this movie was or you can be in your face about it like those movies there's a third
1: one well, oh, Ironic is the other one. No, no, Ironic. I it, there, there's the send-up of it. The the Dewey Cox story is probably the best send-up of this genre. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a parody. I'm yeah, that's right. a parody, that and it's, a, it's, a, it's an excellent send-up of it. So, score-wise, it's like I kind of go back to four. Like, within 15 minutes, I knew roughly where my score was. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm trying to figure It's like, I'm going to have to give it a three. Just It's like, it's not... I don't want to give it a two. It's, it's, it's not awful. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really like the film, but at the same time, it's... The fact that it's competent, the fact that I would watch it if it was on TV at some point mm-hmm. in an afternoon while I'm doing something else. Yep, that's pretty much the definition of a, a, a flat three
0: for me. Not any higher, not really any lower. It's actually,
1: it's actually kind three. of moves toward towards me for like, like the mid mid two to three range. But mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's a, it's a six out of ten. It's that type of a movie. It's not a not gonna blow you out of,
0: of the water nothing, so it's a three nothing about this is gonna blow you out of the water unless you've never seen one of these types of movies before and you could do a
1: lot worse than this one yeah you could do a lot worse than this one mm. like movies like the apple which shares a similar structure but is done as a rock musical yeah this this one was is not as bad as the apple is so with with that sentiment out of the way <laughs> yeah i think we're done there's not really much you can say on the movie other than the Everything was competent. Everything, it's... Yeah. The acting was okay. There's no real standouts to it other than Clancy Brown playing Clancy Brown. Since we're not really
0: going to talk about any uh, more of these types of movies, I'm sure, because they're all pretty much the same, if I were to recommend uh, anybody watching this to watch another one, there's this obscure movie from the 90s called Bandwagon. Is Kevin Corrigan in it from um, Grounded for Life. He was the uncle in that show. If you ever come across that when I recommend watching that, we're probably not going to cover it in here cuz it's so difficult to find. but um if we're talking about these types of movies and we probably won't be talking about it again, I just like to bring it up. Seek that one out if you can. That's that's an interesting movie. For my recommendations, like when I think of a good band movie, I think of The Commitments, I think of Eddie mm-hmm. and the Cruisers. I was thinking more along these
1: types of lines only, you know, better. But though though, though Eddie and the Cruisers is more of a cult classic. It's not like a perfect not movie. Not Eddie and but... the Cruisers too? Oh, that movie's just bad but also oh, but it's from a, from a discussion we've had off camera so bad that it's good because you can see they're trying to be genuine about doing the movie genuine about it yeah and that's it I'm Randy and I'm JD and we'll see you next and time and we work for the fat man we work for the fat man and, and we see. are the cannon cruisers <laughs> goodbye everybody Weird cannon films and weird dynamite.